Hello, everybody. This is Zeke. This is Draper. And you're listening to, to Leftovers. Leftovers. Welcome everybody to Leftovers. Hey, hey. Welcome uh, all the fathers that are listening. Happy Father's Day. Yes. yes awesome yes. sunshine out in Washington. Yeah. Sun yeah. is shining. Lakes are hot. Some yes. of them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we just wanted to start off and cover a few events and announcements going on within the church. Uh, we have a, a very busy July coming up, so yes. we just want to keep you up to date. So, starting off, we have the 4th of July celebration. It's not always when the 4th falls on a Sunday, so it'll be your spiritual independence day, mm -hmm. July 4th, here at the River Northwest at 10 a.m. We're having it outside in the sun. Bring your chairs. It's going to mm -hmm. be food, games, and we're even doing a baptism, everybody. Yeah, looking forward to that. Also, we have, which pairs with this 4th of July event, we also have Mission Multiply, which was downloaded into the heart of Pastor Jason um, earlier in this May or April. And the main focus is that we take each one, reach one, which we've talked about before on this show. We get uh, take a card with seven names on it, and you pray faithfully for those seven people. Well, from there, it's pray, invite, and disciple. So what we're supposed to do with Mission Multiply is we do each one, reach one, and then we follow by really committing to following that, like, so you write the names down, but actually really commit to doing really it. Really commit. Yes. <laughs> and then, as well, um, commit to serving in this 4th of July celebration, because being that it's outside, um, much like the stand was, it's going to take all hands on deck. So committing to being a part of that, and then lastly, being ready to disciple these new people that you've already invited and have came and given their hearts to the Lord, um, hopefully got baptized right then and there, so they're ready to be discipled. So that's really how it goes, um, but it's really awesome. Mission Multiply. Mission Multiply is very big and dear to like my heart. I gave a testimony last time that my wife gave her seven names down years ago, and all seven, seven names are now serving the Lord. But... Just in case uh, you invite them, you're going to have to invite them over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. so just don't stop. Or then come to this fourth, for, uh, July 4th event. Go ahead and continue pray. Here to continue to pour in. Because you could be the only only Jesus they see could be in you. So you mm -hmm. just keep on pressing in. But invite them. Keep in prayer. And then also we have this July 25th through the 30th, our fifth annual youth camp. It's going to be an awesome time as the previous um, but we've been fundraising for those and have reached our halfway goal already. Yes, um, And that would mean that youth camp is completely paid for. So registration deadline is coming up July 11th. So please, youth, if you want to register, parents, if you want your youth to sign up, please get to Pastor Nella before that day, July 11th. Yes, Lord. Also, we have to lift up. Uh, we send the group out to Brazil. Mm -hmm. to go on missions. Um, so far, so good. They're having a great time. Uh, bless. Uh, we pray that wherever their feet may touch, that it would be blessed on holy ground. Amen. So just continue to lift up them. We have our Pastor Jason, Pastor Shane, uh, mm -hmm. Bobby and Tim Lee. We have Caden and we have Skyler, two youngins. And I'm saying, let's just want to give all of them. We want to just get direct and life change up there. Amen. So let's just continue to pray for the ones that we sent out to Brazil, and the whole team that's out there as well, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Alive to love. Awesome. Yes. 
Well, when you'll be back, we will have Pastor Hannah joined with us. Yes, Father's Day message is going to be off the chain. Amen. Welcome, welcome, Pastor Hannah. Glad to have you here. Talk Father's Day message. Yes. You want to call this Father's Father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Perfect yes. message. Mm-hmm. Great. So good. Well, welcome to people. Thank you. Hi. Awesome. Uh, oh, welcome, everybody. We're glad that you're here. Uh, I'm glad that I'm here. I always love meeting with these guys and uh, digging deeper and uh, just bringing out the revelations that you know came forth on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and bringing the extra just just the, the leftovers the really good yeah. saturated yes, yes. revelations amen amen to start off Father's Day um, it's it's one of those holidays that um, recently looking up as um, as far as the world it's like top 17 out of the 20 in the world as they look at fathers they don't give them that much credit they think the fathers are only supposed to be the provider. Uh, the fathers are just supposed to be the, the, the toughness in the house. But a godly man, um, a godly father, I believe a godly father and a godly man is two different things. A godly husband and a godly father is so the next level because now they have people to look down. Mm-hmm. Not That's down, right. but look after, after them and model how they are acting. So mm-hmm. when, you're have, when you're a godly uh, father and a godly husband, you have more to just, you know, just being there, just being the provider, just being that confidant mm-hmm. to your wife, to your kids. But you take on a whole different title mm-hmm. as a heavenly, heavenly, a godly man, a godly father of God. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But we, we love our fathers. We love our dads. And mm-hmm. I think we in this church by ourselves, we have mighty, mighty men um, that that's not afraid to show their soft side. Uh, I know us, me growing up in church, it was like you see the men crying or not crying or <laughs> you were told, well, that's weak or something like that. It's like, no, when, when it comes to the father, you know, you want to give him your all. There's no little hidden walls or no, I have to be tough because I'm in church type of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, we have an awesome set of men, fathers, husbands here that, you know, we I do. love yeah. looking after. So Amen. yeah, that's yeah. good. Yes. And then the greatest, the greatest example of, you know, on earth, what our earthly father can do is pressing in yes. in church services, is um, breaking open their Bible in the middle of their living room mm-hmm. every single day, mm-hmm. um, just kind of setting that example. Because in every other way, the father just sets an example. So the greatest way is for them to set an example in the church. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, your father, he'll set an example by going to work every day and by working hard. So the child will look up to his father or her father and um, understand like, all right, I'm gonna work hard, this is what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. So as the father at church is just pressing in on his face, crying out, um, the child will understand like, okay, this is what we do. This is this is what we do as our, my, in my family and then here at church yeah. in our yeah. life. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. That's I, I believe, and I was talking about somebody today, if if men can put all their effort into their their jobs, all they give to their jobs, if they give all that effort into God, oh, this community, this mm-hmm. world will be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Well, let's get into this message. I don't, <laughs> it was in the service, it was just flowing. So it was coming, yeah. you know, and especially every time, if you have not heard Pastor Hannah preach, every time it is like a shotgun and it's coming out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're just trying to catch as much as you can. Um, so I guess we'll start from the top and see where it takes us. Yeah. yeah. Do you have something that you want to start with? Oh, I'll just start with a scripture, yeah. Hebrews uh, 12 9. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who discipline, discipline us, and we respect them. Shall not not much more be subject to our fathers of the spirit and that lives with us? So let's just jump start. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wants to bless us. He mm-hmm. he's the father of all fathers. Yeah, yes. and he wants to father us. And one thing that we say a lot at our church is, you know, let the father father you. Yes, mm-hmm. it's one thing to uh, to confess him as our father, and then it's another to actually. You know, like Draper said, to soften our hearts and open up to the Lord and let him be our father and actually humble ourselves to receive either either love, mm-hmm. correction, direction, whatever it is that he needs to, to speak to us and mm-hmm. to truly allow him mm-hmm. to father us. Yeah. yeah. I said our earthly father shows us compassion. Even our heavenly father shows us our, that compassion. Um, as a father, um, it's it's... God talks to you have your own relationship with God. And as growing up having a daughter and having having a son, I've noticed I can't talk to Jalen like I talk to Kaden. Mm-hmm. My heart has to be softened. My tone got to be different. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, whereas to Kaden wow. I can be a little bit more firm with, but but I have to be soft for her or, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I've yeah. learned that everything is not meant to be said. If I can yeah. say anything from a father, is like, <laughs> even right. in a marriage, you know, sometimes some stuff you don't have to, it doesn't have to come out. It's yep. the power mm-hmm. of the tongue the, mm-hmm. the, is life and death. Mm-hmm. So especially you come to, with your children, you say, everything doesn't have to come out, you know. Yeah. Go in a room and scream in your pillow or something like that. <laughs> right. But yeah, so it's... In it's, your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, that's a, a father's duty. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's knowing, knowing when to turn it on and turn it off. Turn yeah. it, you know. Want to be soft, want to be firm. Um, yeah, so. right. And that's the amazing part about our Father God because He knows exactly, exactly. you. Yeah. He knows you. He knows what you want, what you like, dislike. Mm-hmm. Um, with anything down the line, He knows you because He created you. Right. So even though you may not know what's best for yourself, He does. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the amazing part in that the, here's the little secret that you're His favorite. Yeah. Now, I'm his favorite, <laughs> but you're also his favorite, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is God's favorite. Yes, yes. Um, and it, if, if it. it was only you who were down on the earth that needed saving, he still would have sent his son yes. down. So no matter what, Father knows exactly what you need and exactly how you're supposed to be treated, exactly how it is that he needs to confront you or, you know, whatever he needs to do, he knows exactly how to do it. So if you have any sort of stubbornness to let the father father you release all of that because he knows exactly what's best to break every stony heart yeah yeah and it even can just start by you telling him lord i I know and i recognize that i'm stubborn but i want your will i Mm -hmm. want you even more i want you even more than my stubbornness i want you even more than than this 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 uh hurdle that's in front of me Mm -hmm. and just making that your confession that you want him to father you even more than everything else and he he'll break through that he'll he'll hear that heart cry Mm-hmm. And he'll come to you, and um, you know, he loves you. You need to know that your heavenly Father, he he loves you, and he wants you to rest in his love. Yes. He wants you to be secure in his love. 
He wants you to find your identity mm-hmm. in his love. He, he doesn't want you to search anywhere else. You don't have to. Yeah. You can be completely settled in the fact that your creator is your father. And mm-hmm. he sent his son, Jesus, to redeem you and restore you. And um, uh, it's hard to explain until <laughs> you have experienced yes, his love. Yeah, yeah. How do you really explain it? But just you've got to experience mm-hmm. the wonderful love of mm-hmm. our Heavenly Father. Yeah, absolutely. And that you, you will stop searching. The yeah. search ends yeah. when you are touched by his presence. Yeah. His love. <laughs> One of your points is says you have to ident- you have identity and purpose in yeah. our Father. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jeremiah um, 1.5, he says, Before I formed in the womb, I knew you. Mm-hmm. And before you were born, I consecrated you. And I have appointed you a prophet to the nation. So that's identity and purpose right there. And you may be a prophet to the nations, mm-hmm. or you may be called to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. You may be called to work in the school system. You may be called to work on a, on the ferry. You may mm-hmm. be called to work you know, in Leavenworth, you know, yeah, at mm-hmm. a ski shop. There, yeah, it, contest, the, yeah. the calling will come, but he knew you when he was forming you in your mother's womb. So there's identity. And then he consecrated you by making a, the way to salvation through Jesus and the way to come to him. And so he opened that door for you. And man, when you find your identity in the Lord, you, you don't have to look anymore. And so some people have their identity is in themselves. Their mm-hmm. identity is how good they are at this or how bad they are at this. Mm-hmm. It, it can go either way. It, it, and, and pride could be um, an outward expression of what you're, you think that you're so good at. But pride could also be uh, an inward like, oh, I, I can't because you're mm-hmm. still thinking about yourself. You're still putting your identity in yourself instead of uh, your identity. In- God created me. Mm-hmm. And God gifted me and God yeah. called me and the, the giftings and calling of God are without repentance. He's not sorry for it. He's not sorry that he gave us the gifts that he's given to us. They are free and they're from him. And he wants us to express the gifts that he's given to us in purity and in righteousness mm-hmm. and in total honor to him. And there's great freedom yes. and joy yeah. in, in finding that identity. Yeah. God doesn't make junk. Come like, on. With that scripture, it just reminds me like he, yeah. he knew the plan and your purpose. He doesn't make junk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saying, you can use your giftings everywhere you go. Uh, remember we were talking about I think, uh, Youth on Friday that mm-hmm. one of my prayers was was uh, wherever job I go to, make it be to where I can use him saying, use his will, use his, mm-hmm. you know, I can witness to people. Yep. So mm-hmm. like God knew what he was doing. He placed me in the shipyard. God knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like he, everyone has their own type of niche, their own type of gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all supposed to share the gospel. You know? Yeah. So. Amen. And then <laughs> bring it back to youth, which we also covered yeah. our father, um, kind of just a Father's Day theme, I guess. But um, he, wherever Father God has put you, he puts you there to succeed. Yeah. yeah. He didn't predestine anyone to fail. Right. That was not your destiny. Right. And then he, like we have been saying, he knows you. It, like a good coach, a good coach is not going to put a 350-pound big fella at quarterback. Yeah. That's, <laughs> he's going to put him on the line. And he's not going to stick his 180-5-5 skinny dude over on the line. It's, yeah. He's going to put you in the perfect place that you need to be to succeed. Because everyone here has different talents. He has different gifts, different callings. And you have been placed exactly where you are to succeed by the Father. Yeah. And I like that analogy because uh, coaching track, uh, when kids come out, everybody thinks they can run the 100. 
Mm -hmm. I want to run the hundred. I want to fast, move faster. They need to run the hundred, and it's like you need to run the mile. Yeah. You know, so God's going to yeah. place you and yeah. where your gift is at. You know, just because mm -hmm. you like something and you think that can sign is something. Well, God didn't call you to run mm -hmm. the hundred. God called you to run the mile. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and same thing in the church. God might didn't call you to five full ministry, but He called you to serve the kingdom Amen. or to to fund the kingdom Amen. of God. So He's going to place you exactly where He wants you at. Yeah, exactly. and He gives us the gift of His peace. So. So when he's when he's uh, getting us in where we fit in, there's kind of a saying that yeah. says, you know, you just you get in where you fit in, and not where you fit in necessarily with people, but where you fit in with the peace of God yes. and where you fit in with the Lord in your heart. But the peace of God is our umpire. So we're right. staying on a sports theme, and yeah. and it says in, in Colossians, um, I think it's three fifteen. Yeah, Colossians 3.15 says that, that his peace, the peace of God is the umpire of our heart. So his peace calls yeah. the shots. Mm -hmm. So wherever he has placed you, he gives you a peace. And you need to dig deep inside to find the peace of God in a situation, not just like, oh, I want this. This just seems like a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it. Take a while to pray. Take a while to be with the Father and go to your umpire, which mm -hmm. is the peace of peace, God that yeah. passes understanding. So there's peace that you could have in your mind, but there's a peace that passes understanding, and that's yeah. God's peace that he gives us. So that's a great um, steering wheel. That's a great way that we walk with our Father is by being led by his peace. Mm -hmm. And then this Sunday, we put an emphasis on the fact that the umpire has the final say. So that means that the peace of God is what has the final say. You can have your own plans, your own idea of how things are going to turn out, how you think they should be. However, the peace of God is going to be what it is. Yeah. Um, even in my own life, I decided to make a step to go down somewhere where I didn't necessarily have the peace of God to go down to. Yeah. So I'm back up where, where it all yeah. started and now restarted this whole idea of where is the peace of God? Where do I need to be? Mm -hmm. Where am I supposed to be? Because he already predestined it. It's just us lining up with what that is mm -hmm. and then the peace will come upon us. Yes. You're going to know. It's just something about it. Like You're going to be know it's going to just fit. It's like you're just going to be like a puzzle piece. You're going to fit right in. Don't get comfortable because he called you for more. <laughs> exactly. But, said, but you're going to fit what God's calling. You're, it's just going to be click all yeah. the time. So yeah, and mm -hmm. and if it is something that seems maybe menial or mm -hmm. or humbling, uh, just stay faithful, and the Lord will promote you. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot yeah. of times we have to end up staying faithful in our time frame longer than we would like. Yeah. And but that's okay. Mm -hmm. We we stay in the Lord's timetable and just stay mm -hmm. faithful to what he has called you to do and in the right season in the right yeah. time the Lord will lift you up. That's a promise in his word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Amen. 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 So let's uh, read Proverbs uh, 27 uh, the righteous men walks in integrity. Righteous father walks in integrity. Righteous child, uh, child of God walks in integrity. And his children are blessed after him. That's good. Mm. Wow. Highlighting that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs yeah. 20. Uh, 20 verse 7. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, it's, it, it comes a time where uh, as being men, fathers, um, we, we have God. You know, you have the children run to their mother. The mother has the, the husband and the husband has God. And so... Um, you have, like I said earlier, you have those ones that you take care of are watching you, exactly. are looking uh, at your every move. Uh, I challenged Caden, uh, a son, to um, to write down um, things like two months ago. Um, what do you see in me and your mom's relationship? What do you see in me 
as a of, as a, a man of God, or as your dad, um, and then what you see as a relationship for us, you mean your mom. Like, what do you guys see? Right. Our, our kids, uh, so I'd say, think we're, we're rich, think that we're you know this big thing, but they don't know. Like I'm saying. The, the underlying stuff. You see them, let them see what they want to see. They don't see the struggles. Yeah. I think you was talking about that. Like, right. Uh, just because we're in a position, well, the devil you know, attacks us too. Yeah. Let's say, but as, right. as parents mm-hmm. and as father, we don't let that show to our children. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and right. overcome it. Yeah. And then when we tell them, like, nit pits, and he's like, oh, I never knew that. Like, yeah, yeah because you're supposed to know. But yeah. So. Because you're walking it out. Yeah. You're, you're being faithful before yeah. the Lord. You're walking in integrity. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if they see you fall, they're going to fall. Well, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and the, they feel your strength. Yeah. They feel it. It's something that they feel and that is caught and that they will, Im- they do imitate. There, yeah. There is mm-hmm. a, like, okay, I've watched my father or my mother, my mother you know, walk through something mm-hmm. and there's something that's caught within their spirit of, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in, in growing up in churches and friends and everything else, I think the comedian said it best, uh, he was a drug baby. He used to get drunk to church all the time, and he was like, he was like, why, why does, why, why is your grandpa? He said, why is your grandpa going to church? And grandma said, because he's a heathen. And he was like, well, I want to be a heathen too. Then, oh, <laughs> so, no. wow. so it was like that. You get to see like the men coming to church all the time. You right. see the women pouring out their part hearted. Now it's more the men stepping up and like, hey, this is for yeah. me too. That's the, yeah. the best part about it. Like. It's not just for the moms, not just for the kids, it's for mm-hmm. the men too. We got to give credit to yeah. the River Northwest men. Really, Absolutely. they are amazing. You guys Absolutely. are an amazing group of men and you are truly, you know, raising up the generations to, yes. to walk yes. in that integrity. Yes. It's it's awesome. Yeah. We were, I shared before we took up the offering. I said we have men and fathers in our church that are single fathers. Mm-hmm. We have adoptive fathers. We have fathers who um, have taken in foster babies. We have so many amazing, hardworking fathers who set such a great example to their children and to the rest of the congregation on how to serve the Lord and how to be a man of God. And it, it, it's very, very amazing to see the fathers at the River Northwest Church. It Amen. is. Amen. Amen. Woo-hoo. <laughs> That's good. I, I want to give you opportunities to just brag on your dad for a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know how awesome he is mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but yeah. 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 Well, one of the most amazing things about my dad is that he understands that you just need to take a breath sometimes. And you just need to pull on the wisdom of God. I don't know how many times. I think I remember one time. Gosh, I must have been five, six, and I don't remember too much of what happened, but all I know is there was this, like, stressful time, um, some sort of tension, um, and as a kid, you don't understand what's happening, but you can feel 100% of it, mm-hmm. and we were in the car, and he just sat down, and he said right out loud, God, I just need your wisdom, mm-hmm. and that's the greatest example that um, you can have from a father just to understand that you just need to take a breath sometimes mm-hmm. and just pull on the wisdom of God because in your own strength you're not going to do it yeah. and that's the pride of man we want to think well I can get this done on my own I, I'm, I'm going to do it myself my way and this is the way it is but that's not how it's supposed to be we're supposed to draw on our father God's yes, wisdom yes. and what he has for us and his plan so that's that's one of like the number one most amazing impacts that my father has put on me, as well as he's really able to balance out um, 
his life. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's by the grace of God. But even right now, he's in Brazil um, in a missions trip. And I even remember um, one game that I had playing football. I think it was, it was, it was my first start on mm -hmm. Friday night. Mm -hmm. And he was actually in Africa mm -hmm. um, doing a ministry. And I know that some kids, they're going to take it this way of, oh my gosh, my dad, his, he treats the ministry greater than me. But I've never once ever had that sort of feeling yeah, right. because my dad has invested so much into me already mm -hmm. and even continues to do so now. Okay. So it's, I don't need to see him in the, in the side, not on the sidelines, in the stands to know that he's there. Mm -hmm. I just know that he's there. And it, and it perfectly directly relates to Father God, even though we don't see him and he's not <laughs> yes, actively yeah. there. He might not be moving actively around you. Yeah. However, he is yeah. there. He's yeah. always with you and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Mm -hmm. so yeah. that's, I, I, can, I can go on for a while, but those are yeah. two things that really have impacted me and uh, set a great example for how I want to be a father. Amen. So, Pastor, I got a question <laughs> wow. for you. I got kind of T.I. on one of your testimonies on your sister. Yeah. Of yes. how, yeah. how God, Father, like, when you're on the stand and you're getting sworn in, I guess, get sworn in, right. yeah. your right hand saying, do you accept his father uh, as your own? And you just scream out, yes, take my father, right. take my father. <laughs> Go into detail about that, because I was getting, yeah. I was back there like, man, come on, don't. It was so good. <laughs> it was definitely a, like, a defining moment in yes. my life when we were in the court. And it's funny, because Pastor Jason also had a, a defining moment in court, and it was different, but he really experienced um, the fear of God. Things happen in court, because, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a holy uh, yeah. atmosphere there. Yeah. And, and um you know, I'm my dad's only only natural born daughter, and when she she came and, and the judge uh, looked at her to have her raise her right hand and to accept all of the rights and the privileges of the mm -hmm. natural born daughter, and it dawned on me like that's me, yeah. and you know I have such a love for my dad. He is a great dad. He's not perfect. He didn't do everything perfect. It's not that he he was perfect, but he's just so full of love and gentleness, and he listens, and he's kind, and he does little things. He'll stop by my house and bring me eggs and flowers. He, he does these little things. He sends the right texts at the right times. He's he cares. He cries with you. He he invests that that eye contact and mm -hmm. and um, he was just he always made me feel secure. I I, I loved just being with him in the car and eating Cheetos. Uh, you know, just I just loved the way that I always felt with my dad. I felt very secure with him. And so when this uh, person. Uh, got invited into our family, you know, everything within me wanted her to have all of the rights and the privileges that I have as his daughter. And I wanted her to say yes. And I can't explain that moment mm -hmm. that my spirit wanted to, to leap outside of me and say, say yes, <laughs> accept him as your dad. You want, I promise you want him as your dad. Mm -hmm. He's the best. He's the, he's the very, very best. He's patient. He is, he's amazing. He's firm. He's, he's, you know, he stands. Um, but he is the best and, um, and yeah, I, I just, the love that I felt for her and that, that desire, Jesus told me, that's the way I feel. I yeah. want the world to know my father. To I want yes. the world to say yes, just yeah. say yes. And you know, I didn't, I didn't even lay my life down for my sister, but Jesus laid his life down yeah. for all mankind. Every single human being, he laid his life and he gave his life so that we would say yes and have his heavenly, his father, who is our mm -hmm. father. Yeah, 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 that's great. I'm talking <laughs> my dad a little bit. I've, yeah. I've been in foster home all my 
I'm not an adult, but young, young since I was five, I believe, often on different foster homes. So it's always was women in the house. But so there's, I have a lot of moms, yeah. but not a few dads. So yeah. I have my, my natural dad, uh, Melvin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Melvin Dean. And then I have my one who raised me. My natural dad passed away years ago, but uh, my dad who raised the, uh, uh, Benny, I called him on Father's Day, and just I just wanted to thank him to show me what a what a father and what a, uh, a husband should be. Praise you know? God. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to let him know that that you know. And when I went down there uh, last year, it was like I knew where my mannerisms came from, like the things I said or comments or. Right. So it was like this is where I get where I get it from. You know. Yeah. So like one of my memories come to to him. He was always a provider. He was always a. Uh, Monday through Friday, he drove like two hours to work every day. Um, and wow. I thought I was like, and he came home and uh, at night. So, and I was like, cool. I think about now, I do the same thing. I wow. like, 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 okay. Wow. He worked to buy a shirt. That, and it wasn't <laughs> by design. I was, yeah, just, yeah. I was one day just thought about that. Yeah. But one thing he taught me that um, is that uh, you have to be, your heart has to be softened sometimes. Mm. Um, you come in with the, with the, with your chest out and being in the house, like, okay, yeah, this is my house. But when you're not running the house, it's like, like, hey, you have to take a step back and enjoy, you enjoy your family and everything else. Mm-hmm. He never came here and it's like, this is my house, this is my car, these are my bills. He always saw the love and it was always yeah. a, a we, us and togetherness. And I was like, cool. I remember on his 50th birthday, mm-hmm. um, he sat me on my lap and he was like, boy, I love you. And all I could think about, like, Dad, you got like a list or something. Like, <laughs> 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 from Houston, but I'm like, I think he has a, a, a list or something. <laughs> that's How old were you? I was like, I gotta be like 10, 10 or something. But I was like, that's all I could think of. I was like, I got a list or something. <laughs> that's funny. That's, cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's the only thing I can write, but that's I was awesome. like, yeah, my dad loves me though. So it was like, it was, it was yeah. cool. It was cool, especially being a foster kid and having a man say like, "Hey, I love you like yeah. that." Yeah. And then, and it goes from for him, it goes along to that because when I was three, the first foster home, um, he was the one who potty trained me. So, it, um, it was like, yeah, this is where your minds type of thing. So it was like, wow. so yeah, so I called him and had a nice conversation with him, and here in Texas and it's hot out there, and I was like, hey, you guys gonna have that. <laughs> and then we got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it came this way. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And then I wanted to add because you said how he even went to the shipyard, drove yeah. all drove all the way, and then you're doing the same thing. Wow. Well, I I had when I because I run my dad's business. He runs it, but I do the work for it. Mm-hmm. So and I was even I had this download. I shared it in youth, but when. It's common for families that you share the line of work. The line of work get, gets passed down, especially with the family-owned business, small, smaller mm-hmm. business. Um, it's very common that the, the, the son or the daughter will take on that business of their parent. And um, I just thought it was really cool because there's like two main qualities that get passed down yes. um, from, from the business owner, the father, down to the child. And one is that there's an ownership. Because when it's your father's business, you take ownership in that. So uh-huh. when you represent directly your father, a regular employee isn't going to feel that sense of representation. Yeah. They're just working to make some money. Yeah. But yet when you're working, you're working for a little bit more than that. I'm not going to say it's pride, but you work with that sense of 
this is my father's business. That's good. So now I was just doing these windows, and it was funny because every time I wipe down and I think, um, you know, man, every single time people talk to me, they talked about my dad, how I look like him, all this stuff, and I was like, I'm representing him each time. Yeah. Each window that I clean, I make sure is completely perfect because <laughs> I'm turning around because yep. I'm, I'm like, turn, he's not even there. I'm doing, it on, I'm doing it on my own, and I'm still turning around looking for him to say, That's hey, good. you got that little paint spot right there. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. So pull out the razor blade and get it. But um, it's yeah. just really awesome how that gets passed down, and there's no way that it'll get passed down just to a regular employee. Yeah. Um, and then also the second thing was that there's a security as well because I'm not worried that I'm going to lose this job, get fired, and mm -hmm. it's going to be done. There's a security and an understanding that I'm, I know I'm going to get paid. I know that I'm going to be rewarded for my work. Um, I know that in a smaller business like this, you don't necessarily uh, get like moved up or leveled up. But if it's a business like that, you understand like this is my father's business. My hard work isn't going to go unseen. So there's a sec there's the security side of it as well as the ownership side of it. So a little bit of a weight and then a little bit lighter. Yeah. But both of those things pass down really make a huge impact on how you carry uh, carry about for that business um, as well as just in your everyday life. And I wanted it to relate it to the youth, how in our father's business, our father is a businessman yeah. and he's in the business of restoring hearts, restoring minds, <laughs> uh, bringing back his children to him. So, you know, it was really awesome. You know, every time and everywhere, every place that we are, that we're still about our father's business and that we represent him directly so that when people see us, they see Father God. Yeah. So we represent him 100%. And then there's a security that even if this person sees me and thinks I blew it, even if I blew it on the person mm -hmm. and missed out on my mm -hmm. opportunity, Father God still loves me. Mm -hmm. He's not going to cast me away. Yes, He's yes. still there to love me, um, build me up. So yeah. it's really awesome how there's that that you know each side thing that fear of the lord as well as the love of as the love of our father yeah, the word says you do everything unto unto god mm -hmm. your yeah. everyday life your job mm -hmm. your washing dishes is the, mm -hmm. you know the bible says uh children obey your brother and father your days will be longer yes yeah. that's <laughs> absolutely right <laughs> so yeah. do those dishes with a smile yeah, yeah. yeah. long on the earth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and in being secure and having that identity is is never the license to go sin is no. never the license no, to no. go and, and play and and um you know be a flake or be mm -hmm. whatever it's 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 to be taken with a humble heart that i want to honor you back mm -hmm. wow you've given me this and so i want to honor you back with mm -hmm. my life with with my best mm -hmm. i want to bring my best i want to be reliable like you i want to be trustworthy like you i want to do a great job like you mm -hmm. we want to mm -hmm. imitate our father Amen. Yeah. Uh, rather than rather than take that and go squander it because mm. uh, we know what happens you end yeah. up in the pig slot <laughs> yeah. and then you and then you end up saying my, my father's servants eat better i'm going yeah. back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah we can be blessed in his house blessed as his as his sons and as and his daughters and i like how you brought that up because once you're in said he would never leave you nor forsake you and just like your father his arms already open leave so even if you if you wander away and i think i was telling the youth yeah. that you know as a youth, you always remember those fun times at camp, mm -hmm. and when you were smacked and you were hit. So even if you you go to the right a little bit, you know home's always there to run back to, not to keep sinning. Um, yeah. But like David, yes. like David, he he ran to God when mm -hmm. he messed up. So mm -hmm. it's the same right. goes down the same line. You know, even though you mess up, and yeah. he's he still his arms are still open. 
Yes, uh, yes. Come back home. Yeah, yeah come home. I, I'm just, can I share one thing that mm-hmm. happened on Sunday? I don't know if these guys know. Um, as I was ministering, there was a lady there, and I yeah. knew absolutely, I knew with an absolute certainty that she mm-hmm. was to get saved. And uh, she was just, I knew the message message was resonating with her. I was just, it, mm-hmm. I knew that we were connecting, and I knew that she was going to get saved that day. Well, she left. And I mean, there's nothing like having somebody walk out on your sermon when you're preaching. And you're like, in your mind, you're like, what did I do? What did I say? Yeah. But your spirit just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, Lord, I give her to you. And I, uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, this isn't how it was supposed to go. But I didn't feel to do an altar call earlier, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I just gave it to the Lord. I said, oh, man, you know, counted it a little bit of a loss and, and said, what happened with your friend? And well, anyways, after the service, this lady came back and she goes, I felt that I needed to come back and apologize to you for leaving, she goes, I just had to go take my daughter somewhere. And I and I said, oh, God brought you back because he wants you to get saved. I literally told her yeah. that. I'm like, today is your day of salvation, and do you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And she goes, man, I did that a long time ago, but I'm far from God. And that's why I came to church, because I want God in my life. Yeah. So I took her into the back room, and mm-hmm. I led her to the Lord, and, and she got saved. And so it was just the perfect finale that's, that's for the service yes, uh, on Sunday. Yeah, it was really great. So- <laughs> Wow. So we're going to give you another opportunity yep. to, to bring people to the Lord, Pastor Hannah. So yeah. you could... Yes. Yeah, your Heavenly Father loves you. Yeah. And if you've been listening to this, this is a great podcast. I can't wait mm-hmm. to re-listen to this. <laughs> um, but if you've been listening to this, and, and we believe that your heart has been pricked, because the anointing's here. We all can Amen. feel the anointing yes. in the presence of God. He's here, and He's moving through these airways, and He's touching yes. your heart, and He's touching your life. And just pray this prayer with us. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come into my life. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. I ask you. I ask you. To be my Lord. To be my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. I don't want to be the Lord of my life. I don't want to be the Lord of my life. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want you to be the Lord of my life. You died on the cross. You died on the cross. You rose from the dead. You rose from the dead. And you're coming back again. And you're coming back again. I confess. I confess. That Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Is Lord, is Lord and Savior, and Savior, and I believe, and I believe that I am saved. I am saved in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we just want to say that you are welcome into welcome the to family the of God. Yes. You have chosen the most perfect Father, and mm-hmm. we are just excited to welcome you to this family. And we just want to say that we love you. Mm-hmm. Amen. If you don't have a church home, we would love to have you yes. here yes, on absolutely. Sunday. We'd love mm-hmm. to have you on the 4th of July. Don't mm-hmm. forget to bring a chair. Yep. <laughs> Please. Yes. Welcome to the family. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we also want to welcome you guys to listen to all of our other podcasts here, um, as well as check out our website, the River North. No, rivernorthwest.org. Rivernorthwest.org. Check out our Facebook. Check out our YouTube channel. All of those social medias. We love you guys. We love you. Love you.